0: Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode eighty-five. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. It is a beautiful day today. It is uh, November 8th. It's like 62 degrees outside. The sun's shining. It is amazing. I love when, um, because when it becomes so cold, our blood starts getting thick. And then all of a sudden we'll have like, you know, a day like today where it's 60 degrees out. And and it feels like t-shirt weather. I love that. I think it's so fun. I don't really care for the cold, but I like it when it w- starts warming up and you're just like, oh, I can finally shed some stuff. You know what I mean? No winter jacket right now. I can almost wear a t-shirt outside. Uh, but it is going to be Thursday, November 18th when this comes out. So happy Thursday. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. I saw the weather only goes to November 17th with a high of 42. So it's going to be chilly when this comes out. It's going to be chilly. Um, doing these all in a week in advance has been very difficult for me. I think I've screwed up a bunch of timelines, but Hey, I'm doing my best. This is a wicked learning curve here. I mean, not only am I trying to stay ahead because of the holidays so that in case things get a little crazy like they do during the holidays, I can have one in the bank always is what I'm shooting for. Uh, but it really does kind of mess with my timelines. I don't remember if I talked about something. Um, it, it's weird. It's all weird and it's a learning curve and I'm getting through it. Uh, but before I get into more of that, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody for subscribing, watching, liking, sharing, commenting, all of it. I greatly appreciate it. It really does keep me coming back here week after week, so thank you. All right, and if you're new to the podcast, please remember to subscribe, all right? If you're watching, listening, whatever you're doing, subscribe, all right? That's the only thing I'm asking you all to do. Um, If you do want to know when the new podcasts upload, set the alarms, and then, of course, uh, you know, give a thumbs up to the video, share, rate, review, and comment, make friends in the comment section. I think Chris D'Elia made a shirt on that. Um, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's the official email of the podcast, talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. If you want to get some free merch, put slow down in the subject line, send your story on over. If I pick it out, read it and or have you on the podcast, you're going to get some free merch. It's just that easy. It costs you nothing, and you're going to get free shit back. Isn't that awesome? But you got the only way to do that is to send an email over to T-A-L-K-I-N at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And then, of course, follow me. I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Great way to get some extra content throughout the week. And uh, I always appreciate the follow. So again, that is Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Yeah, it was. It's been a crazy. It was a crazy week. It really, really was. Um, I had to work on Monday, the first, and uh, it was a wild day. I mean, just insane. I had to work five days last week, which I don't normally do. But if you do, I get it. You're like, what are you talking about? I work four days a week, 10 hour days is what I do. So I still put in my 40 hours a week. I just do it in four days, which I do prefer. You know, I, I haven't worked uh, five days in quite some time. Normally, I, I mean, let's be honest, I have to do it at least two to three times a year. Uh, for covering uh for days off. But, so I'm going to pull this up because this was an insane Monday last week. It was insane. Now, I couldn't go to jujitsu because I had to go to work. And uh, there was a shooting. Yeah. I was going to save this for current events, but this bleeds into my weekly because this was... I mean, just crazy. I'm at the shop. I'm opening up, and all of a sudden, um, I get a message on my phone, and it says uh, to shelter in place, live, or yeah, live shooter or shooter, something. And I was like, "What? What is that?" And so I click on it, and it turns out that the plaza. That was 3 minutes away from New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I think it had mar- I think it has Market Basket and the liquor store on Lafayette Road was in complete shutdown. They were all in shelter in place. And I was like, "What is happening?" And all of a sudden, uh, I see one helicopter, see two helicopters, 3 4 helicopters. And then five, six helicopters. So you got six helicopters flying above the store. All these messages popping up about a live shooter. I go out. I'm looking at all the helicopters. You know, um, traffic is shut down. Um, I can't see what's going on because it goes around a bend. So all I can see is the traffic backing up to Home Depot And it's moving very slowly that way, which makes sense. I mean, if you got the the road locked down because you're looking for an active shooter, uh, you're probably going to, you know, make some traffic. So I'm, like, trying to figure this all out, whether or not we have to shelter in place. And we didn't, um, luckily. So I had a couple customers in between things. um, And then I keep checking the news. And then my UPS driver uh was delivering a package to the house next door and I was talking to him and he goes yeah I can go to Minaki and then after Minaki my whole route shut down I can't go any further so I got to turn around and go back um the mail lady showed up a couple hours later and she was happy that she started her shift late cuz she didn't run into any of it um but then of course speculation happens you know um Heard it was over a scratch on a car. Um, You know, it turned out to be people that knew each other and not just a random shooting. Um, So there was a whole bunch of factors in place to once they caught the suspect, you know, one person was sent to the hospital in critical condition and then the other one uh, unfortunately died. Uh, but I, I I did hear it was over a scratch on a car, just from the new, uh, from the mail lady. So I don't know exactly what happened, but it went on from I I want to say ten ten thirty, all the way until like one o'clock. So it was just crazy. The helicopters all dispersed after a while, and then there was just one flying around. I, maybe it was the news crew. But what I wanted to do was is I kind of wanted to hear what they actually said happened on this said Monday. So
1: that one man was found in the driveway of a home here, dead from a gunshot wound. Another victim also shot at the hospital right now in critical condition. State police remain here on the scene as they try to piece together what happened. Carrying rifles and donning full SWAT gear, police officers converged on Boynton Lane shortly after 9 this morning. Neighbors rattled by the sound of gunshots.
0: I heard one shot go off and then another second later, I heard a second shot go off and that's all I heard. I ended up staying in the camper because I did not want to go outside.
1: First officers on scene discovered a man in the driveway who had been shot dead. Another victim was rushed to the hospital also from a gunshot
2: wound. A third adult male was reported to have run away uh, from the front of the residence.
1: Earlier today, Seabrook police reported a suspect was in custody. Later, the attorney general's office would only say they've identified the third man but stopped short of calling him a suspect or saying he's in custody. And then everyone was coming to the back of the store. They made us all go back to the stockroom. room. This shopper was in the nearby Market Basket, one of mm-hmm. several stores put into lockdown when the shooting occurred. She says they waited for an hour before being allowed to leave. Shaken up. I'm, I'm glad, you know, I, I, would, I met the other two women that I did. We did keep each other calm back there, um, and, you know, we said we'll stick together. An autopsy is scheduled to be performed tomorrow. At this point, no arrests have been made, no charges filed. The AG's office does say that these men knew each other and that this crime was not random. Live in Seabrook, New Hampshire, Sarah Conji, WCVB News Center 5.
0: Yeah, so that was my Monday. And if you heard the other news person that was uh, talking uh, behind, it was, it was a lower tone. Uh, they said the shooting started at nine Oh five. So, um, but it made for a very hectic, uh, Monday morning, you know? So that was my Monday. Um, then Tuesday I had to work. That's my normal day. Um, then do, 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 that was, uh, not as crazy. It was just a normal day. Um, um, at work, uh, Wednesday, no jujitsu because of the doctors. Um, they asked me to stay off of the knee for one week. So I was like, all right, well, I'm already not going to class on Monday, so I won't go Wednesday. And I didn't go Thursday morning just to give the knee a week break. And then doing all my editing, and I have to tell you, you know, honestly, having an episode already banked makes it so much easier to upload, um, type out the storyline, uh, get all the timestamps done. And then, of course, uh, releasing the audio version now about 24 to, well, I'd say 12 to 24 hours before I release the video version. Something new I'm trying. I want to let everybody know that I am now paying attention to my anchor a little bit more. And I am sorry uh, because I didn't realize how many subscribers I have over there. So people are listening to me and not watching me. And I wasn't paying attention to that. All I was concentrating on was YouTube. So on Wednesday, I looked into my anchor, I looked into my viewers on my anchor, and I was like, holy cow, there are people listening to me, period. You know what I mean? Like, they're not coming to YouTube, they're using their Apple Podcasts, they're using Spotify, they're using other things to listen to me, and I greatly appreciate that, and to show my appreciation, I'm going to make this a regular thing. Where I actually release the audio before the video from now on. It's like a little treat. Um, So I'm I'm, I'm setting that. I set that all up last Wednesday. And that is going to be a constant. Um, And then of course, you know, Thursday. Get all the rest of my crap done. Getting ready. And then uh, finish out my week. uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. uh, Pretty normal week. Nothing exciting going on. After, you know, you have an active shooter and all that stuff going on, nothing else seems to really matter. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, it's just a normal weekend. Um, You know, I got a... I put up uh, some signs in the store finally, you know. I had a couple people not so happy about not being able to vape inside, which in this moment in time, with COVID really confuses me. It really does. Really does. Everybody's petrified of COVID except for the people that shop in our store. So, I, I mean, that's fine. I don't want you to be petrified of it, but I do want people to understand that, like, we can't do this anymore. You shouldn't be doing anything we used to do. Everything has changed, you know? This is our new normal shouldn't be vaping inside, and uh, we should be doing anything in our power to not stay inside as much as possible, you know? I was really hoping that a lot of this would turn people into quick shoppers, like myself, um, where you just get your shit and get out, you know? So you're not even in there that long, you know? But, hey, people are people, and they're going to people. So... I put signs up. No more vaping in the store. Now, I can't get that argument of um well you have no signs. No, yes I do. Yes, I do. I got them posted everywhere. I was super pumped about it. And I was it was just because somebody looked at me and they were like, Oh, you don't have a sign. Alright, that's fine. I have signs now. So I did that. Um got that all situated. And then, of course, uh, Sunday comes around. Beautiful day. Uh, my nephew turned 18. God. I'm telling you, there is no better way to feel your age than to see all the kids growing up. You know, when my niece, tur- niece turned 21 last year, I was like, holy cow, now. Her brother is turning 18, you know, we still got all the other little ones, but they're all growing up so quick. You really watch time kind of fly by as you watch the kids grow. It's wild. So, we went down to my sister's, it was a great afternoon, Um, hung out there, Uh, you know, I ate a couple cookies and some cake because... Well, I'm going to be starting my five-day water fast uh, tomorrow, you know? But when you see this, I'll already be done with the water fast. So I hope you joined me. Um, I think it's a great way to get some great discipline. It's a good way to reset the gut. And, um, you know, if you're really trying to figure out what's wrong with uh, your digestive or what's bothering you, there is no better place to start than ground zero, you know? So I always enjoy my fast because you reset everything. You know, after three days, you've kind of burned through everything. So the extra two days is more discipline oriented where the three days is a full like gut reset. It's a nice reset. You can get away with only three days. I like to push it that extra two. I really do. It really makes me feel like I got control over things. I don't know it could be i don't but i feel like i do i feel like it makes me it makes it easier for me to say no to alcohol too because if i can say no to food for 5 days then i don't see why i can't say no to alcohol every day because food is essential you do need it to live i'm not saying that i go any further than 5 days but 5 days is not a bad thing it's not unsafe it's not unhealthy. It's actually a very good way uh, to maintain your diet. And then when it's time to start eating again, introduce things kind of like one at a time. You know? And uh get your get your body to tell you what it disagrees with. And the only reason I know so much about this is Because of the journal that I had to write up for a year, year and a half, I think it was a year, and I had to write in it every day, every hour, whatever I was eating, whatever went into my gaping maw, I had to write down in that journal, and I had to take note of it. I mean, I went as far as to take pictures of my shit and send them to my gastrologist. And he would always be like, well, you got, you know, and I'd have to do a test. And give that to him, and he'd be like, no, everything's good. Seems like it's moving fine. Maybe you just need a little bit more fiber to tighten that up. You know what I mean? But all of that led me to where I am today, where now I just fast. I slowly get back into it. That's the other thing, too. I want people to do the fasting because of the discipline, because of the reset, because it's good for you. But when you're coming out of it, right? So on the Uh, 14th on the 14th is when I wake up and I'll go downstairs and I'm going to get back into it. I start off with like a protein shake. I'll also start off with like a fruit smoothie. Everything is kind of liquefied in the beginning. Now, like I've been doing this for four and a half years now. This is my ninth time doing this. So the way I get back on track may be different than what you've been told to get back on track. When I first started doing this, it was almost a full day of nothing but liquid uh, food. You know, everything was mushy. Uh, So I do the same thing now, but I kind of speed it up a little bit more. Um, You know, uh, morning, boiled eggs, those are nice and soft. Um, The fruit smoothies, the, uh, the, the, the protein shakes, all liquid. I'll learn to do something a little bit more solid. Um, you know, I, I like to do, I still like to do my lunches and stuff like that. But I might let my wife uh, make some noodles with some with some uh, uh, gravy and, uh, you know, we'll break down the meat um, so it won't be so solid and it'll be more of like uh, ground beef um, and, Do something like that with, like, soft bread. And then after lunch, you know, for dinner, I will get into uh, a steak. I will get into greens. And maybe my potatoes will be a little bit more solid, but we'll still make them soft. So throughout the day, the food slowly gets um, more solid, in a sense. And then, boom, I'm off to the races the next day and i'm back on my everyday routine of eating and uh stuff like that but after a reset every now and then i'll be like "Ooh, i haven't had something i haven't had this in a while whatever this is because it would take too long to go through the list of shit i am not supposed to eat anymore so i'll just introduce something and i'll see how my body reacts to it and i'm like okay and then I can go back to my, uh, I guess you'd call it a no-no list. And I'll, I might be able to take that one item and put it onto the okay list and take it off the no-no list. You know what I mean? So I am still today playing around with what I can and can't eat. But the fast will be over by the time you see this. Sunday was a great day. Um, and, uh, you know, we came home that night. And we uh just finished out everything on Hulu. I'm really into, uh, um, um, oh, what is that called? Um, uh, you know, Doom Doom. Um, but these are their stories. You know, stories might be whatever, but um, Law and Order, Law and Order, the new Criminal Unit or whatever it is. I'm telling you, the first season, I was like, where are they going with this? Is this going to be a constant? And then they got into this new season. I guess it's season two. And it's been really, really good. And the way they ended the last episode last night, I was just like, really? This has gotten so much better than when it started. And so is um, SVU. Or is it SUV? SUV. I think it's SVU, Special Victims Unit. Yeah. And uh, so we finished that out, and then we went to Hulu and started watching Big Mouth. Oh, man, am I happy. Big Mouth is back. F is for Family is unfortunately on its final season after two writers died on the show. So they they 86 that one after this season. Actually, I think Bill Burr pulled the plug on it. Well, I think he wanted to pull the plug on it, anyways, and they just happened to have two deaths on the writing crew, I believe it was. But I can't wait till that comes out. F is for Family is one of my favorite, but then again, so is Bill Burr, you know. Um, and I we watched uh, probably a couple days before that we were watching Inside Job with uh, Bobby Lee's a re- reoccurring act uh, uh, voice in that. Um, very good, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. It's on that Rick and morty um you know uh spectrum, I guess you would call it so good, so good, and then, um, yeah, it was just really nice to get caught up, watch a bunch of stuff. We finished lock and key, I think if we didn't, we gotta finish lock and key, but that is so good right now. I think I'm on. I might be on episode eight now. I think we might have stopped it, but I'm not sure. My brain's a little wonky right now just because of the simple fact that I'm speaking future tense in a way. This is so weird. Um, but, yeah, so we all had to turn the clocks back, right? Because I think I said earlier about daylight saving time, so stupid. I don't agree with it. I liked where we were, but I kind of like where I am now better. So maybe we should just leave it here from now on. This seems to be perfect. I'm not too um, unhappy about this. you know. I feel, like, I feel like everything went back to where it was. I feel like when we turn the clocks forward, time flies. And last night we were watching TV, and I'm like, holy crap, it feels like time slowed down. So maybe this is the perfect time to stay at, and we should never change it again. But I went through, and I was like, oh, we're going to bed, Uh, da 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 I should turn uh, the clocks, or maybe it was Saturday night. Fuck. I don't know. Whatever friggin' day it was, we had to turn the clocks back, and I decided to do it at 12. Instead of waking up and doing it in the morning. And I looked at my wife and I go, hey, is it all right if we turn the clocks back now? I mean, is that going to affect them getting turned back in the morning? I'm thinking that like somehow it's going to magically turn itself back another hour. And that's just not going to happen. It's not going to turn itself back. But uh, she found that to be funny. So Monday shows up. uh, Tyler hits me up. Dude, uh, I'm going to be late. Just go to class without me. I will see you there. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, we go to class. Knee was feeling good in the beginning. By the fifth Randori round, burning. And I was like, shit. So, I don't know if I'm going to class the rest of this week. But I'll figure it out. I don't know. I'm just worried. I'm always worried. It was feeling really good. I wasn't having any pain on the twisting and... Stuff like that of the exercises that I do while I'm standing at work waiting for customers. I was feeling really good. I was feeling really good. So this morning when I went in there, I was feeling great. And then trying to bridge, trying to get out of things, trying to use my use my left leg for defense, for trying to get the back, whatever. It was it was tough. It started getting really burning. Like I don't know, like red hot, like burning, and now it's tender again, so very annoying, and I'm really worried that while I'm fasting, I shouldn't go to class like I normally do because where I'm fasting and not feeding my body, I feel like the tendons would be more likely to get even more damaged than just me eating and going to class, so now I'm trying to decide what I'm doing with the rest of my week. Um, It's a tough decision. I will tell you that I do normally go to class. I do. So, really bummed out. Usually by Thursday morning, which is, uh, you know, uh, three, it would be three days in, um, I am just tired. I'm dead. I'm shaking. All my energy's gone. But I feel amazing. And it's like, I kind of love that feeling, but do I want to sacrifice my knee for that? I'm just not sure. We finish class, and we come home. Tyler comes over. My wife's getting ready to leave. She leaves. Then 15 minutes later, I get a phone call. I'm like, oh, shit, my wife's calling me. i got to take this, answer the phone. You need to come to Starbucks. I just got hit. I'm like, what? So, I'm like, I don't know. Is the car drivable? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, you got all the information? She's like, yeah. I'm like, she's like, I just need you here. I'm like, all right. So, I get in the car. Me and Tyler fucking shoot down to Starbucks. And I'm just, like, anticipating damage, right? But it's in a parking lot. How much damage could actually be done? But there can be a lot of damage in a parking lot. Looks like she was backing up. And the guy was backing up. And he just went, boom, right into her side. She tried to get out of his way. I was like, hey, it's not your fault. And the reason I bring this up is not to blast out my wife for getting into an accident. It's not her fault. But it was the way that I handled it. I was so exhausted, tired from jujitsu class that I had no emotions toward this whatsoever. It was just, Tyler, you want to come? Yeah? Okay, let's go. Go over everything, scenarios, get there. Okay, where are the people? They went inside to go get coffee. That's their car, you know. And I'm like, okay, it's a Volkswagen, it's Passat. It's not in the best condition. So, obviously, they don't care about their car. They already said they don't care about it. They're really sorry. Got that. Great. Then we're going over a few things. Now, she sent me a bunch of texts, but I'm also trying to get Allstate on the phone I'm trying to figure out what I can do. I'm like, I don't think I have control over any of this. I mean, it's your car. You were driving. I wasn't here. So I can't really talk to anybody. So we both realized that we got new phones, never set up the, the, the Allstate app. Uh, we've got two different Allstate insurance cards. So obviously one's new, one's old, I'm assuming. So it's just a shit show. Just a shit show. I'm looking at the damage, her plastic's popped, she's got some scratches, but where they hit, it's not metal, it's plastic. So it didn't, like, dent it. It just scuffed the shit out of it. It might have pushed it in, which was enough to pop the plastic out, but there was, like, no real damage. There was a little bit of a push-in on the metal. But nothing significant. I was like, oh, well, this isn't that bad. And um, so now she's upset, of course. Her car got hit. I I would be upset, too. I'm more upset because it's a lease. That's what's got me bothered because I don't know how this turns out in a lease. You know, my lease, I replaced two bumpers on that damn thing. Both of them being my fault. Let's be honest about it. Um, So... I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. We'll do, I'll do everything I can. The two people come out. Boy, oh boy. Were these a couple? I mean, she's got, you know, the nose piercing. She's in her Crocs and it just looks like they woke up, rolled out of bed and went to Starbucks. The guy has got a cheek piercing, a flower tattoo in the back of his ear He's wearing champion slippers and a Gucci shirt. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, great. First thought, no insurance. But my wife said she already got the insurance. So I said, cool. They say a few things. They exchange phone numbers. They get the rest of the information that I think that they need. Because I figured my wife got all the other shit. So we go home. Now we're trying to deal with the insurance again because it's easier at home setting up the apps, getting everything together. And then I look at the text message she sends me. And I go, "Hey. Um this insurance card is wrong." And she goes, "What?" I go, "Well, it's for a Subaru." Says right on the bottom, Subaru something, blah, 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 VIN number. I'm like, is this the person's name? She goes, yeah, that's her name. Okay, cool. At least that's true. I hope. And so I'm like, well, we're going to have to give all of this information and let the insurance company know that it's not the right car. And then she told me she got a picture of the back of the car and she got the license plate. So I was like, all right, that's fine. You can give the insurance company the license plate to look all that shit up and we'll see what happens. But my assumption at this point in time is no insurance. We're screwed. And we're either going to have to pay $500 because that's the deductible and lose it, or hopefully. The assessor will take a look at it, and they'll just be like, oh, if you want to get it fixed, you can. There's nothing wrong with the vehicle. You can just chalk it up to a s- scratched paint, which is fine by me. I will pass the car back in with scratch paint. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll take the take the money off the friggin' you know, g- whatever it is I'm giving back to you at this point. I don't even care because it's almost Christmas and that's that's our Christmas money let's be real so I don't want to spend it on a lease that we're getting rid of in five months but what I was getting at before I trailed off into my long story (sighs) I gotta work on this so much better I gotta get so much better at this um but what I was getting at was is normally I would be super, super upset, uh, freaking out. There was none of that because I believe of jiu-jitsu. Because I went to class and I got my ass handed to me and I was fighting for my life on those mats. And I call it fighting for my life and you're not, you are, but you're not. Because everybody's so much bigger than I am. And the knee has really been bothering me and it's making it harder and harder to keep people off of me. So when they get on top or they get on my side, it's sometimes a very, very hard struggle to get out from underneath that. But I was exhausted. I just got gas and I was very relaxed when all of this went down. And I think because of that is the reason why I wasn't really that worried. I was like, we're, we're going to get through it. You know, she's upset. She's like, oh, no, my car, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't worry about it. Go to work. Get your shit done. Just let your store manager know that you're probably going to get a phone call from the insurance company. And you have to tell them everything that they need to know now before it starts escaping you. So just let them know that you have to take all of the insurance phone calls. All right. Cause it's normally just today anyways. So we'll see what happens with that. And now I'm here, I'm recording and I'm just excited. And that's the weekly roundup. I mean, I'm just happy that The things that I've been practicing, the discipline I've been introducing into my life, and really going through some hard struggles on those mats just makes it so much easier to deal with the shit that happens in the world, you know? So... I hope, well, I I just, I hope that people hear this and go, I think I can do that. Because I th- think you can do that too. That's why I'm telling you about it. This is how I get through my week. You know, this is how I get through my life right now. This is all new to me. So I like to talk about it as much as possible because I'm not sure if what I'm doing is 100% right anyways. It's right for me right now. And I just love sharing it with everybody. So I hope that it works for you too. Or something like this works for you. I don't care if you're doing Muay Thai, you, you, maybe you're running every morning, whatever Exhausts us, you know that struggle, but my wife's car getting hit was nowhere near as Im- not important, but nowhere near as of a struggle as trying not to get choked out by the two hundred and forty pound guy that I was rolling with this morning. you know what I mean? Like, that was a struggle. She had a little fender bender, but she was really upset, and she needed me there, and of course, I was there. I was confused on why I was there because I was like, wait a minute, is she doing this because every time this happened to me, I called and was like, I need you here, but when I called, my car was totaled. I I didn't have a car anymore. It was gone. Like, I couldn't drive it, you know? So I don't know why that was the way she wanted it, but obviously she felt like she needed me there. And, of course, I dropped everything, and I went there because that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? That's what you're supposed to do as a husband. You drop everything that's going on, and you just go take care of her. Because at the end of the day, she does the exact same for me. So we got to make sure we're always on that page. Everything is pretty equal around here. Um, You know, and but yeah, so the struggles at jujitsu made it easier for me to deal with this accident issue. Am I kind of freaking out about the money? Of course I am. Who wouldn't? $500 is not an easy sum to come up with very quickly. At least for me, it's not. And. I'm already dealing with this as as it is because, well, it's November. It's my birthday, and everybody knows who lives in New England. What do we do on our birthdays? Well, we register our vehicles. And then my water bill went up. That's due this month. So, got a lot going on. Didn't need this, but it's here, and now I have to deal with it. But that's my weekly roundup, everybody. I'm so glad to be here with you slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com And uh, it's the holidays. They're here. The holidays are here. That's right. Thanksgiving right around the corner and Christmas right after that. Thanksgiving's the best time to figure out what everybody wants. And what better gifts to get than slowdown? They got all the shirts, hats, gloves, sweatpants, sweatshirts, leggings, you name it. They got it, and it's great quality at a great price. And now with the holidays right around the corner and the mail slowing down, this is the time to go buy your holiday gifts and get them shipped out ASAP. Yeah, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Get all of your gifts here this year new hampshire vape gallery is located at 180 lafayette road seabrook new hampshire down the street from home depot and next to smoke ring where we're open 10:30 to 8 p.m seven days a week excluding major holidays um and you can feel free to give us a call 603-814-4171 and of course you can always shop inside of our store this is the place to go for the holidays this year. Ching, 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 ching. Yay, the holidays are here, right? Everybody's going to be going to Thanksgiving, figuring out what to buy, everybody. And what, where can you go to get all the vaping products that your family members are looking for this year? Well, you can get them right here. At New Hampshire Vape Gallery. That's right. We've got them all. IPX80. How about the new G Priv? What? This thing? Amazing. Great products. How about some Delta 8 by Moonmen? These disposables are awesome. We've also got CBD, pre-rolls, CBD vapeables. We've got your flavored juices. we got all your disposables in stock. We've got it all, and you can get it right here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring, where we're open seven days a week. From 10.30 to 8 p.m. Excluding major holidays. And feel free to come in and shop our selection. Yes. So get everybody what they're looking for this holiday season. And I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. Naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Man, oh man, I love this website. They just discontinued their hand sanitizer. And that's okay because we're all starting to realize we don't need it as much as we thought we did. But they've got something even better. A brand new roasted cacao body bomb. It's only going to be available for the holidays. Yay, the holidays. That's right. This holiday season, get yourself... Some awesome roasted cacao body balm. It is awesome. It smells great. And it's great for moisturizing your skin. Amazing, amazing product. Um, I just think all of their products are great. We've got the uh, beard oil. We've got the salve for dry skin. You got the lip balm for dry lips, and then of course you have your foot and body soak that helps melt those stressful days away. And then after you're done soaking all that away, you can use the brand new cacao. Uh, use the brand new cacao body balm to bring some moisture back into your skin, and that's only gonna be here for a short time, and that's the holidays. That's right. So get your holiday shopping done early and do it here at naturalbossnh.com. Buy one or all five of these products today. And we're going to get into some current events. I got some crazy shit going on this week. So my first one is this Alec Baldwin stuff, everybody. I am just... Sick of hearing that it's his fault. I understand the type of character he plays. I understand he's probably an asshole. I don't give a shit. I do not give two shits. And to have Trump come out and say that Alec Baldwin may have shot Russ crew members on purpose... Is absolutely insane. Maybe he loaded it. I do not know why. Everybody. Wants to point the finger at him. Because it makes no sense to me. Not only. Does this. Actual. Tragedy. Make sense to me. No one can answer why it was real, you know, real guns on set. Why, why, why we couldn't do CGI. Uh, why were they uh, 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 fire uh, target shooting earlier before that scene was shot? And why is it Alec Baldwin's fault when he gets handed a cold gun? Everybody's like, well, if you're a gun person Then when you get handed a gun, whether or not that person tells me that gun is safe, I'm still pulling back on it. I'm still opening it up. I'm still checking the rounds. I'm still doing everything. I get that if you're a gun enthusiast and you are a person that is at a gun range and you're firing live rounds. I get that. I get it. I would do the same thing. I have never handed somebody a gun And then had them not do that. But here's my problem with it. He is an actor. Right? He's an actor. He's getting handed a prop. That prop was supposed to be checked two to three times by different people, I believe, if not twice by the same person and then someone else before it gets put into his hands. So as an actor, I can completely understand why he would not take those precautions because he's being handed a prop and being told it's cold and then it's time to shoot. But this is not his fault. I, I just do not believe this. I was going to play the video, but it seems like this is more a video on. Biden apologizing for Trump saying this. than the actual thing that I heard on. Line the other day with Trump saying that. Oh no, I was, it was on the news, and because I was watching like six o'clock or 11 o'clock news, that's right. But for this asshole, Trump, to come out and say that he possibly did this on purpose is absolutely disgusting. It's just gross, and it, like. I don't know where I am, all right? I voted for Trump, then I voted for Biden, and then I don't know where I'm going after this because everything is falling apart around me. I don't know who to fucking vote for anymore. You give me two pieces of shit and expect me to pick a piece of shit. It's ridiculous. I personally want somebody that's younger, you know? None of these candidates are the candidates I ever wanted in the first place. That being said, this made me lose a shit ton of respect more for Trump. And I was just like, okay, so this guy just never stops lying about anything and just makes shit up to get himself heard. And it really fucking irritated me. I was very angry. And I think it's wrong for him to slander Alec Baldwin like this. I think it's absolutely wrong. Do I believe there might have been some sabotage? It's been hinted it's a possibility. But I don't believe that Alec Baldwin did it at all. I think this is a terrible tragedy. And just because he pulled the trigger doesn't mean he did it. He got handed something. He was told it was good to go. That camera angle should have been locked. She should have been nowhere near the camera. And then I'm also hearing that shots fired at a camera is unheard of these days. So... So many things are unheard of on a movie set. Target practice. Real guns. Live ammo. A young armorer. Lack of precautions. Lack of checking the weapon. And then, of course, there could have been somebody on set who may or may not have looked at that gun after they okayed the gun and slipped the bullet in because they knew that angle that they were taking and they knew that Alec would end up pulling the trigger and killing her. So much shit is just fucked up on this. But... What Trump said really aggravated me, and I just think it's wrong. I think Alec Baldwin needs some help. I think he needs some therapy. And I think he may be, you know, dealing with some crazy emotions right now. And I mean, as it looks, That movie's done. Like they're not going back to set they're not finishing that movie. So wherever that movie just stopped, I, I don't think it's I don't think they're gonna get back into production. I don't think Alec will be able to get back into production. I don't think he'll be able to walk back onto that scene or in that church and be able to pull off what he was pulling off. So It's just a terrible, terrible tragedy. So let's just chalk it up to that. And, you know, this might go as far as just being negligence, which is super sad and tragic in its own sense. But at the same time, they may not be able to prove how this happened in the first place. So we'll see how the outcome comes about but Trump is wrong I just do not believe Alec did this on purpose I don't care what kind of person you think he is or you may maybe you know who he is but I doubt it um but we can't pretend that we know famous people just because of the uh characters that they've played and because of what the tabloids tell us about them because, well, it's all fictitious, right? It's all fake news, as Trump liked to say. But yeah, that really, this really pissed me off. I'm not going to play the video because I think it's worthless. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a terrible, terrible tragedy. Plus, the links will be in the description below. So if you really want to see the video or look more into it, it's all down there for you. Now this is awful. So the scariest night of my life. Concert goers describe chaos at Houston Music Festival. I have not I mean, probably like you. I have been reading nothing about uh, you know, just clip after clip being sent to my phone, you know, eight people dead. Uh, you know, people injured. Um, I don't know exactly what happened, which is why I want to play the video on this one. Cause I kind of want to hear what's going on, but I guess, uh, Travis, is that his name? Uh, just for a quick update, just in case this video is old, because like I said, this is like last week's article and it's so much has changed already. Um, but the. Guy that was Travis Scott. Okay, I was right. So everybody's blaming or suing, suing Travis Scott right now. Now, I'm kind of on the same page that I was with Trump or saying that Trump was in the wrong for blaming Alec. And and what I'm getting at here is is Travis Scott is putting on a performance at a venue. So, I don't understand why people can sue him. Now, this could be me being um, naive, also not understanding how this works. But, small example, my the vape shop, right, parking lot is f- falling apart. There's potholes in it. We have let the owner of the buildings in the parking lot know that this is happening and there's potholes and people are bottoming out. They can't sue New Hampshire Vape Gallery. But they can sue the owner of that property if they bottom out and... You know, ru- ru- damage their car or pop a tire on these potholes, right? Isn't a concert the same? And now I'm I'm really asking. I did I like I said I didn't look into this. I don't know, but I'm asking. If you have a concert, are you responsible for everything that happens at that venue? I mean, is it his security that's supposed to be keeping people from doing what happened? Is it? I don't know any of this, but I So this is why I'm asking, can how can people sue Travis Scott for for all the damage that happened and all the chaos? So I want I wanted to kind of see this and and hear what they have to say so that I can have a better idea of why people can sue the artist um over suing the venue, I think it's weird. I do. I don't understand this. It's like that. Note. No. Yeah.
1: If they like, oh, I oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not like and Me, I'm just like that actually happened. Like reading the news about it, like saying that people like actually died. Like sometimes I look back, I'm like that could have been me because like God forbid I stayed in that crowd any longer. I'm pretty sure that's where most of those people like you know had that cardiac arrest because that's where I couldn't move. So. As soon as he came out, the wave just like kind of crushed me in, and I was like this. I was being controlled by everybody, and I had to like keep my head up like this, like towards the sky, so I can breathe. And as soon as the music came on,
1: everyone went crazy. Everyone pushed forward, and like you couldn't really
0: move. Yeah. You you'd hear like everyone just saying, "Get out! I can't breathe! I'm about to pass out! I need you to move!" There was even an instance where like when we're or, you know we're opening up a you know a mosh pit for another song, some guy was just like just hurling, and we're like just like make sure you're like you okay like. Kind of make him away from to like get back a little bit because like there was there was a security guard like uh, kind of like behind the rails where we were at. I'm like so sore. I got like bruises all over me, but we were getting really pushed against the fence or the, the barricade, and our barricade even started to break. Yeah, and the security to had to come
1: over to us, and like start strapping the rails, and they were even like holding it like the whole concert because it, the metal had literally started to break, and there just wasn't enough security telling people to like you know, push, like, push move back.
0: back. So there was security there, but just not enough. Like, for, if you're expecting a big crowd like that, it, it was probably, like, five to one ratio of security.
1: Yeah, like, ten security versus, like, 300, yeah. 500 people. Like, it's just, they're just yeah. going to run through and... Uh, you know, like, security's usually, like, on top of their job, but, like,
0: this time, on, on this one, it just felt like, it almost felt like security just, like, was, like, uh, non-existent. They even said it themselves, but they were like saying, oh, we were understaffed a little. It's like. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, Jesus Christ. Is this Travis Scott's fault? I don't know. I, I just don't think it is. I just don't think it's his fault. Just like I don't think it's Alec Baldwin's fault. Same situation. He's an artist putting on a show at a venue, and you just heard them say there wasn't enough security there. So unless the artist is responsible for supplying the security at the venue, I don't know how people can sue him. I don't know. This is a tough one. It's really, really sad. I mean, who wants to go to a concert for a good time and then wind up dead? Nobody. You know, we've had that mass shooting at the country, uh, a country concert there a couple years back. You know, it's just it's always always sad and tragic, and sometimes I just feel like the blame gets pushed on the biggest name, and I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. You know, I feel like that would be like somebody. Listening to one of my stories and then because they thought it was a good idea, even though I have disclaimers and everything and I always tell everybody, please don't do what I've done. That's why I'm telling you what I've done so that you don't do the same stupid shit I do. But then turning around and suing me because they're like, well, I heard it on his podcast, so I did it. What? I'm not responsible for your actions. I'm not responsible for the way the crowd acted. I'm not responsible for that gun being called cold and then it wasn't. These people are not at fault in my eyes. Now, I could be 100% wrong. The venue... Could have all been set up by him. Everything must have been, you know, everything possibly could have been provided by him. So, therefore, yes, the fault falls on him. But, I don't know, I've been to concerts. They don't say, you know, Ozzy Osbourne on the shirt for security. They said Green Roads security, you know? They were part of the venue. They were not part of the act. So, I don't think this is his fault. Now, he did come out and say that he is going to pay for all the funerals. And he is going to get as many people as he can free therapy for the traumatic event that came about. So I think he's doing the right thing but I don't think it's his fault. So fucking tragic, man. It's so tragic all of this shit is. I know I'm just a just before the holidays everything's getting off to a fiery start, right? But All right. So, judge denies Carol Baskin's request to stop Release of Tiger King 2 footage. Now, the only thing I can really say about this right off the bat is yeah, of course they denied her in court. Does anybody else realize how a documentary gets put together? So they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours of film. Right, Then they put the documentary together. And then they have hundreds and hundreds and hours and hours and hours of footage that they didn't use in the first one. So sometimes when they come out with a second one, they use all the footage that these people said was okay to use. Well, guess what? You can't go back on that. So they still have legal rights to all the previous filming and all the previous hours of filming that they have. So a lot of times, Doc 2 is regurgitated, leftover, unused footage from Doc 1. So this does not shock me. Actually, I found this to be really funny because this lady is crazy in the first place and we all know she killed her husband. I don't give a shit. I'll say it. A federal judge in Florida denied the request of Carol Baskin and her husband for a restraining order against the release of new Netflix doc series. Virginia M. Hernandez Covington Senior judge on U.S. District Court for Middle District Florida denied the couple's request to stop November 17th release of Tiger King 2. Baskin and her husband claimed in the lawsuit filed Monday in Tampa that the footage used for Tiger King 2 was recorded for use in the first Netflix series but was not approved by the couple for use in a second installment of the documentary according to WTVT. Yeah, but you already signed the waiver. It doesn't matter if it's Doc 1, Doc 2, Doc 45. You already signed away all the rights to that footage, period. It's just like when you go on Comedy Central or something. Now, everybody talks about Comedy Central, good, bad, whatever. But if you go there and you get hired by them and you do something on their show or or in the background or, or or anybody sees what you're doing they have rights to that now that's why signing on with anybody is a little iffy because you literally give that giving you're giving it away to them every time uh netflix buys a stand-up show right tom segura Fucking Christina Paziski, Dave Chappelle. When they pay those people for their one-hour act, Netflix owns it. And they've been compensated for that. And they understand that that is no longer theirs. Same deal. So sorry, Carol Baskin no lawsuit for you which i completely understand but on a on another note of the joe exotic um tiger king now they're saying that uh uh, uh joseph maldon um which is joe exotic uh is serving 22 years in federal prison he was convicted In 2019, uh, there was some errors during his sentence, and this video actually does make sense, so I will play this one, Um, but he's got some really bad prostate cancer, so I don't think he's going to make it 22 years.
1: Big developments today when it comes to Joe Exotic, of course, Oklahoma's Tiger King. KOCO's Evan Onstad is here tonight with us. Evan, a court ruled in Joe's favor today.
2: Yes, yeah, so the, here's what happened. An appeals court threw out mm-hmm. Joe Exotic's princ- prison sentence, but he's not getting out of jail anytime soon. The court did not overturn his conviction. Now, Joe Exotic, right? whose legal name is Joseph Maldonado Passage, serving 22 years Maldonado. in federal prison. A jury convicted him in 2019 in a murder-for-hire plot and for violating wildlife laws. Now, his lawyers argued the two murder-for-hire counts should have been grouped together at sentencing, that that could have lowered his overall sentence by more than four years. And the court agreed they sent the case back to the Oklahoma City judge and told him to redo the sentencing but the grou- and then just grouped those two counts together, as the lawyer suggested. Now, Mm. Maldonado will remain in prison in the meantime, and new to the newsroom in just the past 20 minutes, we heard from Joe Exotic. I'm looking extremely forward uh, to uh, John Phillips and Amy and the rest of the lawyers uh, uh, proving the rest of my
0: innocence in the very, very near future.
2: So that was an audio statement sent to us by Joe Exotic's attorneys. He went on to say that this is the first step in proving he is innocent.
0: So we'll see what happens, right? He's starting to prove his innocence. Um, I mean, by the end of that doc, you didn't think he should be in there anyways. And let's be real. That's the way the doc always goes. It's just like uh, how to make a killer or something where a guy got sentenced to jail for killing somebody. And the car wasn't where it was supposed to be and all this other stuff. And by the end of that doc... You were like, why is this guy in jail? And then all of a sudden, you know, you find out more information and you're like, oh, it is possible he did it. So, documentaries are one-sided to an extent. But maybe this one was right. Maybe he's not supposed to be in there. But who, who, who the hell knows? All I know is that he's got prostate cancer and if it's very aggressive and he doesn't get it treated... He won't be around anyways to get released or, you know, have his sentence turned around. But I don't know. We'll keep up with it. Doc 2 coming out November 17th, which, you know, was yesterday for you. (laughs) So I'll I'll watch it. I watch all this shit. Uh, Let's see. What's my next one? So New York is... On board with the hemp. New York marijuana regulators approve rules for hemp flower sales. Delta 8, THC, and more. Woo! New York. What are we doing, New Hampshire? This is crazy to me. New York. Where they used to just walk around and search everybody well no let's be honest they weren't they were definitely discriminating but you would just be walking around and if they had a even a thought of you having shit on you they just fucking pull you over and start searching you right there and then you weren't even doing anything wrong you were just walking now this state it just blows my mind it makes me so mad about new hampshire New York marijuana regulators on Wednesday approved rules for state's cannabinoid hemp program. Notable clarifying that flour from the crop can be sold, but Delta 8 THC products are currently prohibited from being marketed. Hemp infused foods and beverages will also be alive. This allowed the state department of health had in intentionally proposed rules for hemp, derived cabinoids, and they went through a public comment period for being formally filed by the Office of Cabin- Cannabis Management, OCM, which was given oversight of the program under the broader marijuana legislation law enacted earlier this year. Regulators with the Cannabis Control Board, CCB, tackled a number of issues outlining rules for marketing, laboratory testing, labeling, and packaging, but some of the most consequential regulations from the market perspective relate to hemp flower and Delta ATHC, an intoxicating cannabinoid that's gained popularity and can be syn- synth- synthesized from hemp-derived CBD. The board also announced that a 60-day public comment period is open for people in to weigh in on draft proposal to allow medical cannabis patients to grow their own plants for therapeutic use. The policy was the subject of their previous meeting last late last month. We are working quickly as we can to build new safe industry that promotes public health and grows our economy. And with today's approval of hemp regulations, we are taking another step forward in delivering on that promise for New Yorkers. CCB chair Tremaine Wright said in a press release in just our first month of operating, we already made it easier for patients to access medical cannabis. With the respect of hemp flour, those products can be sold, but they can't be marketed for the purpose of smoking or being or be in the form of a pre-roll cigar or joint. Delta ATHC regulations have been another hot topic in the hemp market, and the board made clear that, it is, uh, that its regulations prohibit the sale of Delta ATHC products adding that these products contain intoxicating qualities which are better left to be regulated in the future adult use program. The Office of the Cannabis Management is hard at work to build a new safe cannabis industry in New York, and we are proud that in our first month we have already worked with our board to finalize the rules for our hemp program and vastly expand accesses to our medical program so New Yorkers can get the relief they need, OCM Executive Director Chris Alexander said. Now, I'm not going to read any further into this. I know that my reading is horrible and it is super boring, Um, but I guess I'm a little confused because I thought this was going to tell me that THO, Delta-8, Delta-10, and all of those things were on the same spectrum as regular, just THC. And it would be able to be sold everywhere because it's a hemp-derived product, not coming from cannabis itself, but the CBD plant hemp. Um, this makes no sense to me. They want to wait because they need to look more into... It's the same shit. It's all the same shit. It's fine. I vape Delta 8 all the time. I know I, I kind of had a problem with it in the beginning. Because it was a little weird. But now I use it a lot. I like it because it doesn't seem to make me feel like I'm slow or sluggish. Or falling behind. It actually allows me to maintain my, uh, my mental speed. Um, but I still get the same feeling as if I was high without this, uh, without the nervousness or the anxiety. Um, so I do enjoy it from time to time, and I just wish we would all just get on the same page now. Just I, I can't stand this state by state bullshit where they get to say yay and nay uh, whenever they want. I just think. That the hemp law should be a federal law, and if anything, it probably is a federal law. And this is where my where I get a little foggy, but I wasn't. I, I know the hemp law is a federal law. I should say it's just it seems that by state by state is dealing with the law differently, and that doesn't make any sense to me, because if marijuana was to go federally legal, then Everybody across the board would have to treat marijuana the same. So don't we have to do that from hemp? And all they're doing is finding out now with the legal marijuana, they're like, oh, we can do all of this to extract THC multiple different ways and use the cannabis plant so many different ways that what if we just do this with the hemp plant? What do we get? Well, we get CBD, we get Delta A, we get Delta 10, and we get THCO. So shouldn't all of those be legal because they came from the hemp plant? Shouldn't it just be the same across the board? But because it's intoxicating, now it gets put on a different bracket. But the hemp law didn't say... Whether or not it's an intoxicating product that you get from the plant, then it can be deemed illegal or go under other surveillance before it's allowed to be distributed. It just says anything that comes from the hemp plant is legal to sell. I mean, I went over the hemp laws uh, episodes ago and... I didn't read off anything or read anything about they, them being able to put a halt to something because it was intoxicating. This seems to me like another loophole for them to just slow everything down again. Because it doesn't even do the same thing that THC does. You know? So I just think it's going to be a great day when they legalize marijuana period across the entire United States and we finally agree that this plant helps more than it hurts and if it's just like the vaping industry to me the tobacco industry is crushing the vaping industry well I feel like Alcohol and other industries that are doing so well, like pharmaceuticals, are behind all of this. Slowing it down, just prolonging the inevitable of it actually becoming 100% legal across the United States, just so they can keep getting their money, selling us products that actually fucking kill us. You know? Big tobacco is the fucking problem with the vaping industry and, and, and lining the FDA's pockets to cause these PMTAs that everybody had to pay for, uh, 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 and then gave them MDOs, which didn't give them a yes or a no, but made it so that they couldn't sell their product at all. What the fuck? So now, what? Pharmaceuticals, alcohol are all behind this? Even though the law states anything coming from hemp is legal? Makes no sense to me. Good for you, New York, for legalizing marijuana, you know? S- hopefully a lot less people will be getting uh, strip searched and or searched and 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 putting in put in jail because of marijuana we all can hopefully agree that that is absolutely fucking stupid so i don't know i thought this article was going to go a different direction but this is half the fun of doing the current events you know what i mean this is half the fun because i'm like oh i think it's going one way and then all of a sudden it does not it does not it takes a turn sometimes and this one took a turn on me um but that's it oh shit look at this i am so out of whack i don't even know what i'm doing anymore but that's it that's the podcast um look into the hemp laws all right i didn't see anything so check it out for yourself like i said links will be below in the description Um, I'll have them all down there and available for you, uh, in every episode, you know, I started doing it on 82, um, brought it over to 84. Um, and now I'm going to continue it as long as I don't have like a complete story episode like I did for 83, uh, you'll always have links to whatever I'm using. And yes, I know. I get it. I don't always use the most, uh, you know, CNN, Fox, whatever have you. I understand that they... Then use your news source and look these articles up yourself. That's what I say. Because if you know of a better place to get your news from, then do it. What I've been doing is I've been using DuckDuckGo and searching for these, and then nothing gets hidden from me, but yes, I can agree with you, they're not always the most reputable news sources that I use, but it's what I have, and it makes my life a little bit easier to not get into too much red tape uh, before talking about something, that's all, so check them out. Check it out, all right. And I hope you find out some more stuff. But as always, I just want to say thank you, <clears throat> all of you who have subscribed. Keep me coming back here week after week. So uh, I always want to send a thank you out. I do appreciate it. That's why I keep coming back. All right. Um, if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Okay, hit that subscribe button. Whether you're watching, you're listening, or you just scrolling on through subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right. It's free for you to do. All right. It's the only thing I'm asking you to do. If you want to know when all the new episodes are uploaded, set those alarms. Okay. And then of course, you know, give a thumbs up for the video. um, Share rate review and uh, comments. Comments are great. Everything helps the podcast grow. And uh, I just need all of your help out there to to grow more. So I appreciate everybody who's already doing it. Thank you so much. And if you want to follow me, I'm on social media: Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Great place to get some extra content throughout the week. And if you want to get more involved with the podcast, send an email over to talkin with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at Gmail.com. You want some free merch? but slow down in the subject line with your, your story or whatever, whatever. If it's good and I talk about it, you're going to get some free merch. Okay. T a L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher, at gmail.com. And I just hope everybody has a great Thursday. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend Stay safe out there, be kind to one another, and I will talk to you later.